Welcome to the Tech Connect podcast powered by PDI. This will be an ongoing series of informative information regarding technology and improvements in our industry. We'll be airing sessions the first Thursday of every month. Hello, thank you for joining us again. This is Glenn Rocco with PDI Communications. Uh, welcome to our podcast. This time we will be discussing smart TVs and the benefits to healthcare facilities. Hi, Kat. Welcome. Hi, Glenn. Um, so the pandemic was hard, hard on everyone, but none were harder hit than the frontline workers in healthcare. How are the frontline nurses coping and handling with those pressures now? Yeah, thanks, Glenn. So, right, we're all so very grateful for our frontline workers. And as the marketing manager at PDI, I like to keep a pulse on what's happening in the healthcare industry and promote ways that PDI can help solve some of their pains. Um, I do a lot of market research, and um, I'm going to get to some of those nursing satisfaction statistics here in a minute, but I just want to state that um, we've all certainly learned to use technology post-pandemic, right? Sure. I mean, who hasn't struggled with a Zoom call? <laughs> yep. um, and I know nurses and patients, myself included, we really appreciate the increased use of telehealth visits, and certainly the use of the digital signage in hospitals um, was really helpful for real-time communications updates, especially as uh, conditions and restrictions changed yeah. much during the during COVID. And, um, that's, um, that's important. I believe communication and relevant information are keys to helping others. And I'm a person who likes to focus on the positives and, and to help others. I, I wanted to also mention, I know nowadays you're doing a lot more webinars with our customers and um, sharing PDI um, value props and information and ways they can use our patient engagement software. So I think the time is right. I think the time is now that many in healthcare are looking to seek new ways to transform how they deliver healthcare, what those clinical workflows look like, and maybe using a bedside smart TV technology can help, um, help them create more meaningful, um, deliver more meaningful content to their patients, um, the stuff that matters most for their patient populations. And I like to say, save nurses steps, um, walking and talking, you know, yeah. saving steps, walking and talking. So let's take a look back and um, look at a few of the trends in that nursing satisfaction era of uh, 2022. So um, we, we know there opportunity exists now to transform healthcare um, using technology to help achieve, they call it the quadruple aim nowadays, right? Reduce costs, improve patient satisfaction, improve health outcomes, patient outcomes, and certainly better satisfy nurses are, are included in that quadruple aim. So we're going to talk about developing a strategy to transform nursing practice and review the activities that nurses can do differently so that they can work smarter and most importantly, perform at the top of their license. Um, that's where they thrive, providing sure. optimal care to improve patient outcomes. Um, but first we have to get to the, the good, the bad, and the ugly, <laughs> right? So um, I've reviewed several data sets um, for nursing satisfaction studies. And the first is, is um, the Bureau of Labor Statistics, which published that RNs obviously are in high demand. Um, do you realize, Glenn, the US labor um, statistics suggest a 6% growth in um, RN demand or need for the next 10 years? That's that's a decade wow. worth of a strong demand for nurses, 10 year, for the next 10 years. 
Um, our second data point was from the advisory board survey done in May of 2022. And that reflects 25% of nurses said the pandemic reduced their job satisfaction and 20% are burned out. So we know nurses feel most rewarded making a difference in patients' lives, but one of the least rewarding is the patient-to-nurse ratio. It's just too high. And post-COVID, nurses are frustrated, they're stressed out, they're burned out, they're just simply exhausted. So the time is now to think differently and challenge the status quo. Um, look at new, smarter ways to use uh, technology and evolve beyond that traditional care delivery to improve how you deliver redundant activities. Things like patient education, um, discharge planning and instructions or transfer instructions. Um, there's a lot of opportunities as we found post-COVID where technology can help. Yeah. And I think people are more, more open to that idea now. My third data point is from the American Nurses Foundation, who also did a workplace study in 2022. So they report 31% of long-term care nurses reported being short-staffed. And wow, wait until you hear this. Over 60% don't have time for meals or breaks. Wow. I know that wouldn't, that wouldn't, I couldn't function no. in that space. So when asked um, what the organization can do to increase nurses' job satisfaction, 68% said increase salaries, and 59% say bring on more nurses and support staff. But really, how realistic are those expectations? Right. Rather, maybe it's time to seek those meaningful technology solutions and invest in new technology where it makes sense to support the nursing activities um, using technology. Sure. You mentioned earlier um, that PDI had a, a calculator tool to look at uh, saving nurses' steps. Obviously, saving time in their daily routine would be a huge benefit. It may not solve every problem, but how do you keep them from walking so many miles throughout right. a day? Right. So interestingly, yes. Um, in 2018, the NIH, the National Institute of Health, funded a time motion study on where and how nurses spend their time. And the findings indicate nurses spend most of their time, 35% in fact, in the patient room. This includes roughly 30 minutes every four hours um, with patients. And it was fairly consistent regardless of time frame. So the 7 a.m. to 11, the 11 to 3p, and 3p to 7. That, those are the 12-hour periods that they studied. Um, they also spend almost 10% of their time walking between patient rooms. So this consumes 20% of their day just walking and talking. Yeah. Um, so again, we know nurses feel valued when they um, feel like they're making a difference, improving patient lives and, and are helpful to their patients and families. And they wanna perform at the top of their license to help improve the quality of, <clears throat> the quality of patient outcomes. Um, we know the goal of nursing is to provide efficient patient care and cost effective, but that might mean it's time to delegate or find new ways to do things. So we created this online calculator, it's a free tool and we'll share a link um, at the end of this podcast to that tool. But you only need three pieces of information to run through this calculation. You need to know the number of beds at your facility, the number of nurses by role, 
and what state your facility is located in. And it's very simple and the tool will do the rest and it will churn through the return on investing in a cloud-based patient engagement software platform to provide that quality of care and use technology for those redundant activities that nurses are performing. And it helps you find those hidden costs in, in especially walking uh, between patient rooms. Yeah, that sounds awesome and like a great tool to help people understand what they might know but might not be able to put into words or cost. As we come out of the pandemic and we attempt to get back to a new normal, um, what other improvements have been brought to the forefront that facilities can, can implement economically without a large upfront capital investment? Right. The industry needs something that's simple, easy to implement, it's affordable, a technology stra strategy or plan um, to make nurses happy because we know they're so frustrated and stressed out. Um, so we want them to be able to focus on providing higher levels of care and reduce those redundancies. And actually, with all of the demos that you do, Glenn, maybe you're the best one to speak to and share some examples on ways that facilities can benefit from using our Genio platform, our cloud-based software on PDI hospital TVs to help them deliver um, better quality of care using technology. Could you share a few examples? Yeah, so our demos have, have been great. Uh, webinars have been a great solution, um, keeps us engaged with, with facilities um, throughout a variety, whether it's facilities, maintenance, but, but we often get nursing uh, involved. And what we find is when we ask questions of, you know, how do you do these things today? Um, many times they don't have answers for them or they're not doing it. So uh, we bring to the forefront surveys um, that they can conduct of their patients while they're still in the facility, maybe get results that they can act upon before their discharge, before they go home and, and take that press gainy uh, survey that's ultimately very uh, impactful to the facility. Um, also messaging. So if you have a patient who might be a little more troublesome, let's say, or a little more higher maintenance, um, you can send them messages without having to walk down the hallway or without having to interact with them or stop in their room for, again, you mentioned redundancies. So you can send them a message of, you know, your test is coming up or your doctor will be here in 20 minutes. It, it's not a way to push off care, but it's a way to keep those patients from constantly pressing the nurse call button of, I need to know, I want to know, or when can I, when can this. Right. Um, Information is power absolutely. and we want those patients to feel empowered. Yeah. So that's great. The messages can just appear on their bedside display, absolutely. bedside television. Yep. From the nurse's station, uh, they can easily select their individual room TV and type in a message and send. And we're talking, you know, 10 seconds to deliver a message, pops up on the patient screen. It doesn't take away their television or their games or their internet access. It just pops up a bright screen in the mm -hmm. middle, and then there's a, a clear dismiss button that they can dismiss the message and, and move on with their activity. But again, engaging them, keeping them uh, informed. I remember one of the demos you came out with, and the facility actually loved that idea. I think it was a long-term care where they could push out a message that the fire alarm was oh going goodness. to be tested. Absolutely. That was something I thought was going to be very uh, blasé and just a, a quick little uh, Passover on. 
Um, they ate it up. They talked to other people. You know, it's great when you're doing a webinar or a demo and they start chatting amongst themselves and, you know, hey, I kind of hit a nerve. Let's just let that flow. And and ultimately they did. And they came back and said, you cannot believe how much time that will save just by us n pushing out that one message to 40, 50 rooms and not having to go from room to room to room and then get distracted or bogged down, let's say, with other um hey while you're here can i ask you this type of questions mm -hmm. again nobody's ignoring the resident or the patient in the setting they're just trying to do their daily tasks without um becoming burdened so yeah um multiple facilities and now i i run that into all of my demos multiple facilities have really caught on to oh my goodness i could do this facility-wide with you know one quick message and hit send and like, yeah absolutely yeah so a nice time saving can you also only send a particular like survey question to certain um displays certain yeah, patient we, rooms we can do it into individual patients that maybe let's say they replaced an ice maker in a hallway and there was a complaints of noise and we can look at rooms two to three uh, units down the hallway and send only to that area we can also send to entire departments let's say you want to get feedback from labor and delivery and that's a really important part of your facility it's a big moneymaker facility you want to keep them happy so we can target departments individuals a block or mm -hmm. entire uh, campuses if, if they want to mm -hmm. simultaneously the information can be charted documented they can look at um, at meaningful improvements that they've maybe they implemented a task or a feature and they want to see is that improve their patient satisfaction over you know, a block or a period of time very easy to implement right right and I know another you mentioned labor and delivery and certainly patient education or, or education Absolutely. is a critical thing how can they leverage the Genio software um, to deliver consistent patient education. Sure. So obviously in, in a healthcare setting, you would have different education in labor and delivery than you would have, let's say, in pediatrics. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you don't want those two to overlap. So we can have a very um, discrete area for labor and delivery. All the TVs in that unit are categorized um, under that department. And then you know, task over there of, of maybe breastfeeding or how to care for the umbilical cord. You know, new parents um, have these fears of, hey, this kid didn't come with a book. How do I know what to do? This is a great opportunity to educate them, to inform them and give them the tools that they need when they go home and they're not in your facility any longer. Great, great. So, and um, you know, what actions are needed now, you know, I feel like we're at the stage where nursing needs to really think differently. People in healthcare need to think differently um, to address the dissatisfaction that exists because we know there's the demand is strong. It's huge, um, as I reported early on. And certainly, um, you know, mental health is important. It's mental health awareness is is out there, and and nurses aren't are part of that. Yeah. Um, so that's certainly another topic. Um, but, um, you know, it's not feasible to be able to maintain the level of expense for things like travel nurses or yeah. the sign-on bonuses. I know in 2021, Texas, they bumped up their sign-on bonuses for nurses from over 5000 to over $10,000. And three out of five offers had bonuses, sign-on bonuses, versus one out of five the year before. So that's just not a financially feasible alternative. So we have to start thinking differently at um, how we can engage nurses, 
um, to improve their workflows, make them more efficient, make them more happy, but we need to involve them, I think, in decision-making now. Um, we need to consider, are there ways that we can leverage technology? Just like we've all benefited post-COVID from Zoom calls and telehealth visits, um, the the audience, the patients are adapting, right? We're all adapting to real-time streaming services and real-time information. Um, so it's time to start considering these smart, affordable bedside TV right. solutions to help them perform their jobs more efficiently, let them perform at the higher quality levels of care at the top of their license and help make nurses happy again. Yeah. So. You've said top of license a few times, and that really resonates. You know, they didn't go to school to pass ice cubes or to go and, and answer questions about when somebody's going to be here to see them. They need that satisfaction and need to know that their investment in their career um, is beneficial, and right. it's and they love to care for patients. All right, I, I'd I'd be happy to continue the conversation. Thank you. That'll be all for our Tech Connect at this time. Uh, thank you for joining. Thank you for. Uh, assisting us, Kat, and really appreciate your time. Thank you, Glenn.